Welcome back to the Two Top Podcast. I'm here with me, Thomas, and no one else this week. Uh, Matt's in Ecuador, as the few of you may know, and well, it's just me. Now, I had some stuff planned, but some things came up. <laughs> it happens. But last night, I got in an argument with my roommate. We were talking about expiration dates. My one friend was like, hey, I was like, let's get dinner. Let's go get dinner together. You know, it's fun. I like food. You like food. Now, the thing is, he said that he wanted to finish his bread because it's going to expire soon. But the thing is, expiration dates are not what people think. Expiration dates are just dates to know when things were created, and there's no standardized system to prove when things expire. So today I want to talk to you guys about what expiration dates really are deep down. So currently, 41 states require a date or label on some product like milk or shellfish or bread or bakery products. Now, this all started back in the 70s when people wanted to know what food they were eating, like how old their food was. Now, at the time, grocery stores already had a system to date things, but it was encrypted using, as you may look on breads today, those different colored tags. The different tags mean different days. So on Wednesdays, they pull all the red tags. On Thursdays, they pull all the white tags. Now, in the 70s, people stopped going... Well, not stopped going, but it went downhill from people going to the farms and know exactly where their food comes from to more packaged and pre-processed foods. Now, when the consumer wanted to know more, they demanded a change. Oh my goodness, I forgot to put my phone on silent. Amateur mistakes. Anyway, oh, look, it's the person who I'm arguing with. Michael, this is for you. So, consumers wanted to know more. They want to know when their food goes bad, why it goes bad, and when is the best day to get rid of it. Now, this was to find out, in this sense, not when your food goes bad, but to know how fresh it is. And that's important because the date on your milk is, shouldn't be telling you when it goes bad. It should be telling you when it is best or more like your graham crackers. Graham crackers have expiration dates on them. But they're not expiration dates. They're best buy dates because graham crackers don't really go bad. I mean, they go stale. If you leave, you know, you leave some out, you try to make s'mores a couple weeks later, it's a little crunchy, a little stoggy, a little stale. You don't like that. But the deal is they're all just best buy dates. So in the 70s, when people were arguing, they wanted to know when these foods were fresh. And out of this, a lot of different terms came up. You have your used by, your best if used by, your sell by, expires on. But nothing was consistent, and that's the problem that still plagues us today. If we had a consistent system of best buy for something or EXP for expired for other things. But the fact that we have so much different dictions of this phrase, and there's so many different meanings. Sell by, used by, best buy, and expires on they may all, you may all think they sound like the same term, but deep down, they all kind of mean their own thing. Sell by doesn't mean, could mean it's no longer good, but it could also mean it's not at its peak freshness. Use by could mean like after this date, it's going to be bad for you. But since there's no like 
uniform set of words, people don't know what they're actually buying into. So we need consistency. The FDA doesn't really regulate this because it's not to do with expiration dates, and that's important. If it was to do with expiration dates, the, F the FDA would be more, more involved in it. But because it's freshness and like best condition, then the FCC, they're not involved because that is not for them to determine. Most dates on these foods, though, are chosen arbitrarily, doing taste tests sometimes. So imagine your Pepperidge Farm. They have their goldfish. They have their crackers. Now they have a batch from a day old, two days old, three days old, four days old, five days old. They'll do a taste test to go down the line until it's like, hmm, you know, these guys don't taste good anymore. And that's what they mark their date as. Now, the thing is, that's an expensive process. You have to keep stock and you have to wait out. So most people uh, just kind of look up what's best or take a guess. And that's what some of the expiration dates on your food are. It's a someone's guess to it'll, it won't be that good by this date anymore. So it's arbitrary. That's all I'm getting at. Now, people might think, oh, well, what's the point? Who cares anyway? Most of the time, the food goes before the expiration date. But the problem is America is currently dealing with a huge food waste crisis. Now, I know the store I work at, when some things expire, we donate them back to communities, to less fortunate food, food shelters. Food shelters? I don't think that's a thing. Anyway, because we give back to these food shelters, yeah, food we're doing food shelters today, boys. Food shelters, they can be reused and enjoyed even though they're not bad because that expiration date, again, is not when it's terrible, when it's moldy, when it's gone. It's just when it's not in its peak freshness. But that doesn't mean it's not edible. But some countries, some states as well, they don't allow the donation of food. So people have to pour out all these, um, all these goods down the sink. Milk, when it goes bad in some states, when the date comes, they'll just go to the back instead of giving it to people who could use it, which it will still be good for a couple more weeks. Due to high pasteurization, A2 milk can last like flash pasteurization can last up to two months, but they might only have a lifespan on a shelf for like three weeks. And after that, they all get poured down the sink. Montana has a set two weeks that milk can be on a shelf. So after that two weeks, even though it could last another two months, they all have to be poured down the drain. And this is food waste. This is stuff that people could be surviving on but they're all by themselves and now they have no food that we could be offering for free that we just toss away. Now, it's about time that we start to look at a possible standard. Some ideas have been proposed, but it's hard to get footing on them. It's not an issue that many people are aware of because there's this connection between expired foods and diseases, thinking, oh, this expired, therefore, if I eat it, I'll get food poisoning, salmonella, stuff like that. And that doesn't always correlate. That might not always be true. It's just a best buy date. Now for egg, eggs, kind of. But for some products like meat and shellfish and stuff that's been caught in the wild that's like a dead animal, expiration dates do apply. 
But sometimes the best way to tell if something expires is just take a sniff. Take a taste. Take one for the team and you'll see if it's bad or not. I personally will go through food until it's like, you know, this isn't good anymore. Or when I taste it and it's like, nope, that's not good. But other times something will be past the expiration date and it will taste just fine and I'll be breathing and living. So if you want to find more information on this, I really suggest watching the the great film Expired Food Waste in America. It was created by Harvard Food Law and it was also in the correlation with the Dark Horse films. Now, this is a great documentary. You can learn a lot and you can understand the food waste. And with people living in poverty still in the United States and not having access to food, we should really consider how do we go about these future food stamps, in a sense, the food use of the world. Maybe we should take a step back and kind of reevaluate everything. But it's going to be hard to get that into the general public's eye because... I mean, why would you want to make things that are expired? Why would you want to make those okay to eat? That doesn't really sound optimal to people. But many will be surprised it's actually something that we should look into because people out there are hungry and people could use a lot a lot of this food that we're just tossing in the trash. As parents always joke, there's kids in Africa who could be eating this food, but we're just pouring it down the drain. So I think it's time to reflect. I think it's time for our grocery stores and our food and Food and Drug Administration to kind of look at all this and see maybe it's time to change things. A funny fact, while looking up all this stuff for this topic, I came across that in the 70s, putting dates on stuff was actually like a trend. It was almost like a bragging right. Like you could see how fresh your product was. Like Pepsi would put on their cans when the, uh, the Pepsi was canned. It's like, ooh, this is fresh Pepsi. Other sodas don't tell you how fresh their soda is. I mean, I don't care about how fresh my soda is. But I can imagine on eggs, I'd rather have a created date than a Best Buy date. With milk as well. Like, I'd rather try to do the mental math and think, oh, this is 14 days old to, oh, in three days from now, it's going to expire. Because then I know what I really want to know. When I'm looking at the expiration dates on milk, I'm not looking, I mean, I am looking to see, okay, which one has the latest expiration date, but that just means it's the freshest milk. That's what I always care about. I don't care that, oh, this milk's going to last me longer. I care more this milk is fresher than that milk. So maybe we just need to twist the wording around. Maybe that's the solution as well. But I don't know. You guys tell me. Send us an email at tutoppodcast at gmail.com. I'd love to hear from you people. But... I mean, I would ask Matt or Mahir if they have a topic for me today, but it's uh, it's just me. <laughs> so I'm going to leave you guys with this. Sorry this episode came out a little late this week. It's been a crazy time. Another nor'easter hit our area, so got a snow day. Microphone's not working, of course, because when you need things the most, they're going to break on you. But hey, I'm always try to, I always try to be here every week. So for now, that was your one topic on two topics. I hope you guys enjoyed. We'll see you on the next one. This was Two Top. 
an independently created and run podcast created by Thomas Lance and Matt Berg and produced by Thomas Lance. Two Top is currently a non-funded project recorded weekly. For general inquiries or feedback, contact us at twotoppodcast at gmail.com. Thanks and join us next week for another 